Oh. Uh, hello, welcome to the zone. Shit. Yeah, no, Mickey said that he fucked it up. Whatever, R Ringo Zone, you're there. We're here. Hello. Um, I'm Dylan. Uh, I'm Kayla. That's Kayla. Who are the other two? I'm Mickey. I'm the one that fucked up the intro. Yeah, there we go. One more. Pardon I'm Max, voice. and uh, tonight's podcast is dedicated to the memory of Vince the Rhino. Yes, rest, rest in peace. Gone before his time. Rhino. Yeah, just... Mickey, we're talking about an actual thing that happened. Yeah, I'm, poor I'm, bastard. I know. What you do? Okay, wait. Then Mickey, tell us, what was the thing about the Rhino? Redeem yourself. No, dude! Yeah, you're, you're Googling. Googling. You're Googling. Fuck you. you. We can <laughs> hear you. that shit. Yeah. No. Alright, so I'll tell it since Mickey's a goddamn cheater. So, like, last night at the time of this recording, some fucking poachers broke into a zoo in Paris, France, and shot, like, a four-year-old rhino so they could seal its horn. They poached a rhino that was in the zoo. Yeah, and you know, the zoo reminds me of um, the, the uh, little puzzle that, you know, Pearl and Stephen were doing at the beginning of Last One Out of Beach City. It was City. a zebra, I yeah, think. Was it a zebra? Yeah, it was a zebra. But yeah, we're doing last one out of Beach City. So, so yeah, super, we're super doing that close episode. to my heart. Super close to my fucking heart, bro. This is like um, I'll just fucking say it. This is like the best Pearl episode. Oh, by far the mm -hmm. best episode. It was. Uh, mm, uh, mm, mm, uh, mm, 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 <laughs> Mickey. Uh, mm. You this just fucking the best. Before we get into Mickey's. Mm -mm. This is the best Pearl's been since Say Uncle. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> 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 I love that. That's, that's the one you're going for. Uh, Hillary Florida, Lauren Zook, boarded it. And this episode was personally life-changing, so let's fucking crack this shit open. Pearl and Steven have a maybe life-threateningly dangerously fun night of puzzle-making. When Amethyst's alternate plans... And they decide to play a safe. Uh, I liked it. I, I don't know. I liked the only way she intro. can express her joy is becoming a bouncy ball. Yeah, I, I love this whole beginning. This whole beginning bit, like it, it sets it up for children of like a rock and roll show. Cool, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, well, a, I mean, a nice, wholesome, drug-free garage rock and roll show. Yes, <laughs> children. I crawl. Yeah. Playing a concert. Mike crawl. Um, your crawl. Our crawl. So, so like, <laughs> who, who is? Who is this guy? Because, like, everyone seems to know who this guy is except me. Uh, Mike Crawl, he's, I don't know, I mean, they describe his music pretty well, like, with the garage rock, super blah blah blah. Oh, Nostalgia for the suburbs. Yeah, Amethyst's description of Mike Crawl's music is super fucking spot on. And it's actually, um, I think maybe the first ever episode that has, uh, like, music from, you know, like, what do you call it? Uh, Outsourced. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, when you, um, actually buy rights to a song. And, I mean, that actually yeah, the fucking, the fucking, the fucking, like, in songs it. in this episode sounded like something I would have heard as a kid, like, while playing fucking Tony Hawk's It's Hawk nostalgia for the suburbs, my dude. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, pop yeah. punk. So, um, the songs fucking MXPX. in this one, the songs in this one were, uh, we're like a star in 15 minutes. The one over the credits of 15 minutes. And both super fucking great songs. Mm -hmm. And also, just, it's interesting because, okay, like, there are allusions to real people, I guess, sometimes. Or, like, real places, etc. Yeah. But this one has an actual real guy. 
that's like in the episode playing his actual music. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? It's like an interest. It never, it never really happened before. Yeah, it, that's yeah. probably like the the most direct way that Steven Universe has broken the fourth wall. Well, there, I think. there is there is Max. Max Max is also technically canon. Yeah, that's right. That's true. Max, I am. Max is canonically within the Steven Universe. I am universe. Yeah. Give give up, give up super fast explanation of that because it's pretty funny. To me. Oh yeah. So for those who don't know, uh, you know, keep Beach City weird. Um, Ronaldo's blog is like on tumblr and it's like an official in-universe it's blog third level and yeah so and so there's a thing where like ronaldo like shares a screen cap of some stuff and my like reblogging his blog like my tumblr username vivav and a picture of me even are like in the screen cap yeah, and so, so that's third level I, canon. My existence is so internet Unless the show or the comics, if the show or the comics say that Max never existed, or that Ronaldo's blog was all secretly run by not a canon, that's never going to happen. He, te- yeah, he technically is, he is, he is third level canon, which is in fact canon. So Max officially broke broke in he made it in i'm in steven universe he screamed his way into the canon of steven universe technically exists so yeah that's cool um you know also cool cool pearl badass pearl yeah mom jeans pearl when you got the mom jeans on and you got the leather jacket because with, the the rolled up, with the super rolled up cuffs past yeah. the or up but, above the ankles. Yeah. And uh we also find out her kink pink hair. Spoiled eight, down to that. Eight feet tall, pink hair. It's all yeah. cakes. Not even not even even tall for her. She's just kind of tall. Sounds like my woman's like, like normal. Yeah, it's like some people are like really into like a girl with like Maybe a fat like ass. Six or five, like they have six, a thing six. for tattoos. Hers is just pink hair, any context. Like any context. <laughs> you know what I mean? Pink hair. <laughs> now this this episode um quick personal anecdote um i like had existential crisis last halloween and i was like what am i doing i'm in my 20s and i'm nothing fuck rah. and my friend john um was like well go out motherfucker and i was like ah and i was like, freaking <laughs> out and then i watched this episode and he just kept encouraging me i got an uber i took myself down to a bar i like danced with a girl i like kissed somebody uh and i like i grinded with somebody um yeah it was it was ridiculous at the end of the night i hung out with a a girl with one and a half legs and a wheelchair while i waited for our ubers and i decided new dylan so whenever i'm trying to like i mean right now i'm trying to lose weight i'm trying to like fix my life up a little bit i'm trying to like fix some shit about myself uh, whenever I need inspiration, I play 15 Minutes by Mike Kroll, because it really is. This episode This episode was a major tectonic shift in, in the way I was living my life. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this so, episode is important to me. We haven't really seen anything that's happened in this episode reflected, like, in Pearl or anything okay. she does later but down the line. after this, what happens? We have Onion Gang unrelated. We have Gem Harvest. I mean, whatever. That's a mixed bag. Three Gems and a Baby is a flashback. Steven's Dream, she's not in it. Basically, all of the gem heist, uh, she's kind of uh, inconsequential. And uh, as of recording, the most recent one is Ragnaldo. Pearl hasn't really been in it since then. But before that, we had, um, what's it called? Uh, Mr. Greg. Yeah. And I would say, arguably, since then, has she changed? This was the kind of confirmation that she isn't as hung this up is on. The yeah, more this, this is the more lighthearted version. This is more an antecedent to Mr. Greg than, like, a yeah. precedent to anything else. Yeah. And I think this one kind of proves, I mean, if you look at the episodes that have aired since, this is the one that proves that Pearl is making steps forward. Yeah, like, she, I better. mean, I, 
she's um trying really hard to do things that are just kind of like incongruous with who she is yeah, as like a drinking person. A- drinking apple juice, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Doing the weird stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's no, straight up. Like, that's she... straight up hot, really meth for Pearl. I mean, yeah, like she she was drinking apple juice, and she doesn't like to like consume physical stuff. She uh, wants to socialize with humans. Like before she even meet sees Mystery Girl, she's like, "Yeah, like I'll I'll go out and I'll." Be have around the fun. Where people are. I'll have. I would like some. Pearl fun, is just. You know. Pearl is just a gem looking for a token. I'll have a friend. beer. I'll yeah. drink some weed. I'll have the fun. <laughs> I'll drink I would like weed. to purchase an alcohol. Um. What I what I was trying to get at was that um, she wants to move on, but uh, doesn't exactly know the steps that she should take to do that appropriately like she she knows that she needs to be different but she doesn't necessarily know how it's it's lighthearted social ineptitude that paints a real picture of somebody trying to just like you know break their own mold a little bit okay well i would also say pearl used to have a body count she had confirmed kills (laughs) yeah this is murdered people yeah she fought for freedom she was a badass so what pearl's doing is translating that into okay well what now then yeah move on yeah how do i top a body count that reminds me of a few months back i went to a fucking uh, blind guardian concert like about a month after i moved to la i've been to a metal concert before it was in kind of a small venue so the mosh pit i'd seen there was like two dudes would run out from the edge and like tackle each other like fucking goats or rams or whatever <laughs> oh but in Los Angeles, the the mosh pit was completely different, and I'm like, okay, wait, it's a what the fuck is going of sweat on? And hair. It's a whirlpool. Why are they running in a circle? <laughs> like, what? Why? Oh, I guess why you're, yeah, you're this, not native to LA. Why huh? is this cyclone yeah. of neck beards <laughs> happening? What's going on? And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going in. I'm joining the gay ass run. Gay ass so, run. I did. You rubbed did it. And I knocked up. into people, and I did like two tours of duty. Like I did it once. <laughs> two tours of duty. <laughs> went in oh, again, yeah. and I'm like, okay, now no. I've had enough. Oh, of if, this. We're, if we're going with this, yeah. Kayla, have you had any recent like music shows that you've been to? I went to a Star Set concert at the end of That's January. That's right. You told me yeah. about that. And uh, it was. Uh, this is all gonna get cut, probably, but I want to share. Oh, keep, keep, it keep was... a little nips of You're the editor; you choose. Yeah, keep, keep a little nips of each of our. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I went to a Star Set concert, and they, uh, their debut album was like at the tail end of 2014, so they're like a pretty, pretty new band. It was at the Roxy Theater, which um is about the size of a bathroom. Yeah, it's a hole. Yeah. yeah no, no. They came on stage and like I'm oh twenty feet away from them. Like it was such yeah. a small theater and a band that I really like uh was rocking out and they it was they were like right there. Good show then? It was it was a really good show. All right, so uh, Mickey, then, what's your what the last concert you've been to? The last Mickey? concert I went to was about a year ago, and it was Periphery Osiris and Fair to Midland, which was and Dead Letter Circus, which was a uh, pretty insane show because I'm a huge fan of three of four of those bands, and uh, yeah, but it was good show. Like, uh, I, yeah, like Periphery went hard because they were the headliners and. The mosh pit experience of Periphery is similar, I'm guessing, to how Max describes it. 
as just a very sweaty, wet circle of hair <laughs> and like banties, and that was it was fun. It's a good show. Yeah. All right. Uh, for me, last one. Um, I was visiting Atlanta. I, I've mentioned. Oh yeah. Episode. Um, I went to a end of the world black punk show. By that I mean like all black punk bands. Uh, the, you know, singers of some bands screaming in my face. Fucking awesome. I've never been to a punk show before. It was fucking great. I mean, the, the last concert I remember before that was fucking Kanye West, which, you know, that's, that's an entirely right there, different but concert. A punk concert is much different yeah. than a very cinematic experience. And that was fucking awesome. And I guess that's probably the closest I've ever got to Pearl. Well, Dylan, you know, speaking of screaming in your face. Uh, Bad segue. Like, yeah, <laughs> let me segue this I, shit. Uh, so what I really liked um, about this episode with Pearl realizing that this isn't her and taking off the pants and all that, shedding her mortal coils, <laughs> closes, whatever, coil clothes, whatever. Coil closes. Um, yeah, I, I really liked that because I remember hanging out with these guys. Um, if if uh, I'm quitting smoking right now, but if you smoke cigarettes, you have an in with every other cigarette smoker. Um and I was hanging out with this group of dudes, and they were all catcalling, which made me extremely uncomfortable. So I kind of was like, sorry to every woman, and then immediately was like, dude, stop it. Like, what do you think is going to happen? Like, do you think she's going to turn around and blow you? Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and it would yes. not stick in. So eventually I just was like, okay, look, I'm fitting in. I have friends. I have a thing happening. But, like, fuck this noise. I told them they were dicks, and I left. And that was my, like... I'm staying true to my, like, old, ridiculous Pratt self. I'm going to, like, go back to that, and I'm going to run with what I got there. And, I mean, that kind of worked out for me. I mean, I wasn't, like, you know, whatever, finger-banging girls or doing <laughs> blow or some shit. But, like, you know, I was I was doing a, a Halloween thing, and it was going okay. And, I mean, it felt better than faking it for the sake of being a thing. Yeah. So this is... This pearl being the new pearl resonates with me just on a, a billion levels, um, and I, I think that was like a really, really well written. That's cool, actually. Thanks, bro. Um, some highlights I wanted to point out: uh, almost let me die from Steven. Finally, addressed <laughs> yeah. the time where yes. you almost let him fucking die. Thank you. Although my, my favorite line, my favorite line in the episode is the whole bit about the fucking DMV. I'm not exactly a citizen. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> just because like, the wall. I was wondering that as she was driving. I was like, like the first time I watched this, I'm like. I wonder if Pearl's, like, been to the DMV and just what she told them. And then this episode confirms she didn't go. Gems are legitimately 100% off the grid. Yeah. She has no fake ID or anything. She's, she's got no fake identity. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I like that they had a little bit of a reference to that, yeah. finally, that they, they really are alien. And I also, I think favorite scene of this entire episode has to be the end with the... You just fed her some Shakespearean spiel about light, and then yeah, totally that's like got such her a number. New thing to say. You know, it is a hundred percent a new thing to say. And Amethyst is my girl, and I don't know. It, like, it's good to hear your girl say your shit. Amethyst was awesome this episode. Yeah, it was really fun. Like, this was a great Pearl episode, but this was also a great Amethyst episode. Um, yeah, this is. It's just really solid. Like Amethyst, just in addition, like because both the credits and Kayla, you mentioned this during the watching. Amethyst is like the ultimate wingman. Yeah, but also just like 
I would totally watch like a Mystery Science Theater 3000 thing that's just Steven and Amethyst reacting to it. <laughs> I could watch 10 straight She's laughing. Yeah. She's I, laughing at her or yeah, with her? Yeah. I, also, I just love talk to a nerd as like her. Yeah, the, yeah like yeah. entry level socialization yeah, exactly, is yeah. talk to a nerd. Talk to someone as you. <laughs> yeah. But um, I, I did like the Ultimate Wigman. I don't know if you were directly referencing the end. They actually had that sequence of pausing on each one of them while the uh, 15 minute plays and they gave each of them a title steven universe went on to become a member of the supreme court of the united states amethyst went on to start her own chain of sub shops that were later closed down due to food poisoning. the revelation they were using garbage as ingredients pearl went on to become a librarian she killed 20 people and burned down the library. <laughs> Mystery girl got laid that night. That girl fucks. God, um, stop <laughs> wording things like that. Well, okay, if I said that dude fucks. That's, that's kind that, of that's kind of okay. No, I'm going to bring out some super bad right here. If I say she looks like she fucks, it's almost sexist of you for me to If I were to say, yeah, he fucks, that wouldn't be at all bizarre to you. I mean, it would be a little bit crass, but... Whatever, she gets dick or pussy. I mean, there you go. Just twenty four seven, twenty seventeen. She's a badass. Um, but there is reasoning that people have that Mister Girl won't reappear. I I think that she will because she might. Yeah, I think the seed has been laid, regardless of any kind of um things that have happened or might oh, we have got, happened. We got it. A, we don't really we got know. an emotionally resonant Mr. Smiley episode. Mystery Girl's bound yeah, to come I, I, mean, I think I think it was set up enough that it has to be dealt with. It doesn't have to be, but it, it should be dealt with and I think the crew will deal with it and I think it'll be a good episode for Pearl. I think Pearl... It'll be a fun episode. Yeah, I'd like to see Mr. Girl come and back. And it not working out for Pearl especially would be a great episode to see how Pearl would deal with rejection now. And I, I think I mean there are, and we're not going to go to it again so don't bother setting a fan up being like you know no there are reasons that you can point out why mr girl wouldn't come back but i would say um more than one person is in charge and i think mr girl cook to come back all right uh, let's 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 do two last things let's all guess what s is personally i'm gonna guess serena or sabrina uh kayla what do you got uh, I think Lauren Zook was calling her Sheena in her head, so I I think her name is like canonically Sheena. All right, uh, Mickey, what you have? Um, I would go with either Sarah or she. Yeah, I could see that that could work. Yeah, it's obviously Santa Claus. There we go. Yeah, or Santa. I mean, who doesn't want to fuck Santa? Um, all that's right. an important question, Dylan. So, uh, all right. So, final thoughts. I'll go first. Um, this episode meant a lot to me. The design for Mystery Girl was flawless. Um, the writing for Pearl was great. We needed a Pearl episode like this. I can't wait to see more Pearl after this. We haven't really seen Pearl expand as a character since then. Um, and just this episode needed to happen, and it happened in the best possible way. So personally, as far as the rating episodes, 10 out of 10. We'll always rewatch. So thank you, Chroniverse, for this fucking perfect beauty i don't know it's, it's beautiful <laughs> um kayla what you got um i just liked this episode because of how fun it was um like it didn't come at 
a time in my life when I guess I like needed an episode like this, so it didn't like emotionally resonate with me, but I'm sure it will at some point in the future. Um, but you know, I really like this episode just because of like Amethyst is amazing and Pearl is a ton of fun and Uh, Steven is the voice of reason you know and there's like just so much packed in this episode and like you can't watch it and not constantly be smiling you know and like Pearl does what anyone would do in the presence of a cute person you're trying to talk to and just like spills a bunch of you weren't there by the cups yeah (laughs) we've all been there by the we've all been by the cups yeah (laughs) so so it's just like like everything about this episode is just so much fun to watch and it was really well written and really well boarded and i like it a lot and i'm sure will come to mean more to me in the future all right mickey what do you got for me uh this yeah i agree this is uh not top maybe actually top 10 i don't know it was one of it's definitely one of my quote-unquote favorite episodes it like it was just really funny. I met the Amethyst was great in it. Like this is the comedy wise, Steven and Amethyst stole the show for it. Oh, yeah. It was just a really good, fun, lighthearted episode that kinda like as Dylan said, it pointed out some kind of like a basic like kind of breaking out of your own mold sort of message that's really fun. And I would say it's a nearly flawless episode, if not for the two seconds of the episode where Pearl had two right hands. Oh, yeah. Or, with the cups. Well, you, you kind of get two right hands when you're trying to fuck yeah, with somebody. It's a happy accident because it works thematically. So, Max, what do you have to close this off, final thought-wise? I agree with Mickey that it's kind of perfectly put together. Like, all the jokes hit. The pacing is really good. The music was used to really good effect in it. Everything works. It's really fun getting to see this other side of Pearl. And Pearl is a much better driver than I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, Pearl's we, always known how to drive. Do so we want to add in the Max nearly died story right now at the end here? I think that was the time for yeah, it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's see this days. So today I almost fucking died. Because, like, I start to, like, doze off at the wheel on the highway multiple times. Like, Bad. during very heavy traffic, and, like, almost swerved into other lanes, like, several times, just kind of losing it for half a second at a time. But more importantly, I had the best fucking meatball sandwich I've ever had today. <laughs> well, I, I am happy for you. Is it is it from a certain place? Uh, yes, actually. Uh, it's a small family-owned chain. They've got multiple locations around the country. Not everywhere, but some places. What is it called? It's... Uh, Maggiano's uh, Little Italy restaurant. I'll keep an eye out for it. Uh, M A G G I, whatever the fuck <laughs> the rest is. I'm I'm really tired. My head yep. hurts, and I still have half the sandwich in my fridge. I like boxed it, and as soon as we're done here, I'm gonna go. Eat All right. It. Well, thank you for listening to the Bingo Zone. Um, it was that was Max's restaurant recommendations. There, there's recommendation. Kayla trimmed that down to the the fine cuts of it and keep it in. Why not? Um, so yeah, meatballs and I almost died. Yeah. Good day. Good day. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll be that back. That could be soon. the name of your autobiography. Meatball sandwiches and near death experiences. The Max yeah. Dweck story. We'll be back. <laughs> um, next episode is going to be Gem Harvest. I know Woo! it's out of order, but we'll do Onion Gang afterwards. I want to get a, a good. I want to get a good episode uh, out while we still have the show airing, um, and then we'll go back to Onion Gang, and we'll go back in order. Um, the website will be all fixed up soon. 
You can find us on Tumblr. You can find us uh, on the Reddit post that I post. Um, you can find us on SoundCloud at Ringo's, uh, SoundCloud.com slash Ringozone. Thank you for listening, and send us fan mail. Yeah, uh, send us ask, dude. We, we love answering them. Yeah. Good night, and we love you.